This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tig, Tig. Tig, I think we should start out by telling everybody about our live show. Yeah. Because we're yeah, getting sure. very, I was going to say hyped up. <laughs> it doesn't really. I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> it doesn't when we really get closer us. to the date, when we get closer to the date, you will see us hyped up. Hyped up. But we it's have a, sold out. Yeah, it's sold the out. The live show. In person, it's sold out. In but. person. In person, but not streaming. Streaming no. has endless amounts of tickets for sale. Yes. So this happens on January 31st. Um, mm-hmm. You can get a ticket for the live stream at dynastytypewriter.com. Or mm-hmm. you can go look for us on your social media pages. Great. <laughs> awesome announcement. <laughs> it, came, it came to an abrupt end. <laughs> I thought there was going to be something more after that. I thought so, too, the way you were talking. And then it just. uh, It's going to be fun because we're going to do fun stuff and we're going to we're going to have a live audience, which is going to be. I don't even know what this is going to be. Honestly, I don't know what Cheryl's going to be trashed. Oh, that's possible. (laughs) Okay. Well, you might be on, you know, you might be tripping on something. Not till February. Whoa. Okay, so the day before February, as I like to call January 31st. (laughs) You and the rest of the people alive on the planet. (laughs) Okay, this episode, what do we talk about? Mm, We talked about uh, Megan and Harry. Mm Mm-hmm. We talked about, we got deep. Yeah, a lot of therapy stuff. Yeah, a lot um, of therapy stuff. mm -hmm. So it might be very helpful for someone out there, Probably but not, likely not. Probably many. not coming from us. Yeah. Well, shall we get right to it? Please. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Stuts. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid 2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. 
Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tiggy. <laughs> hey, Cheryl. Hey. <gasps> oh, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are oh, you? That wasn't very convincing. <laughs> are you doing all right or are you just like faking it? No, I'm doing all right. Okay. Um, you know, life ups and downs. Highs and lows. And yeah. How are you? I'm good right now. But see, I'm knocking on mm-hmm. wood because, yeah. you know, it could go south any second. Sure can. <laughs> we're really, we're really <laughs> here to bring everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight, as I told you, my, my kids watched your um, Lego episode. Yeah. I forgot that you did that. I had forgotten I did it too. And then Was uh, it fun? It was so fun. Oh good. I mean it was so fun. And I'm sure if you're a Lego nerd it would be even more fun. But I'd I didn't really know much about Lego when I yeah. started. But you yeah. know, I mean it was a giant set full of those tiny friggin' Legos. <laughs> yeah. Legos. Yeah. Well, just so you know, the plural of Lego is Lego. Listen, I'm just correcting you because it's the right thing to do. Wait, so you don't say Legos? No. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> You're not <laughs> supposed to. People will know that you are not for real. Mm-hmm. If you well, call I'm Legos. not. <laughs> uh, if you've seen me around my sons, uh, Stephanie sits and builds them. Oh. You know. She claims it's for them, but I think she really, really she loves enjoys it. doing it. Like, it's kind of, I think, meditative for yeah. her. But also, not to take away the fact that she's very involved and hands-on. Of course. Right. I like that she would be swiping the kids' hands away, like, I got this one. Um, Leave it. She kind of <laughs> She kind of is. I'm building a city. Yeah, yeah. Tig, I just saw your trailer for... Um... Your place or mine. I put in your um, Instagram, are you playing identical twins with Ashton Kutcher? (laughs) What? Did we make a joke about that? No, but that's what it looks like. Somebody on set said that, and I don't see that. (laughs) You don't really see that, do you? Uh, It does seem like you guys look similar. That's so I know, it takes away from your Tom Cruise gig. Yeah, but it stays on track with the only men. (laughs) (laughs) But good-looking men. And Adam Scott, I get a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, also good-looking. So it's a compliment. If somebody could, like, merge those faces, like if there's, like, an app where you can merge all the different people that... Maybe I shouldn't say this, and I should... Come up with uh, it. Come up you with it. You start writing like, your, what is it called when you write write your computer stuff? What's that called, Thomas? Oh, I thought you were going to say will. But um, <laughs> if you combine all the faces of the yeah. people, the celebrities that people yeah. say you look like, and then yeah. see what that looks like, if it's anything like you. All right. Let's try it. Okay. We'll try it. It seems like there is an app out there, and everyone always end up, ends up looking like Oprah. Oh, well, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. But how could everyone look like Oprah? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe Oprah's been out there a little busy. Oh, she's got kids she doesn't even know about. Exactly. Does it come with Oprah's wallet? Mm. Wouldn't that be uh, nice? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
speaking of Oprah, that reminds mm-hmm. me of the conversation we were having before. I know we talked yes. about Oprah on our yes. Harry and Meghan episode. Yes. And maybe Thomas had filled us in on some comments about the Meghan and Harry episode. And I just want to say, anyone that had a problem with it, Stephanie and I had dinner with our our Harry dear friends. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, I well, mean, one one step what? removed. One of their uh, couple Silver of their very dear friends a few nights ago, and they listened to our episode and loved it and thought okay. it was hilarious. And so uh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just like one or two people that said, oh, my gosh, you didn't even watch it all. And that's true. We didn't watch it all. <laughs> you know why we didn't watch it all? Well, yeah. Because it hadn't dropped yet. And by and by the way, the when we started watching episodes, we thought it was only dropped. three episodes. <laughs> when we started watching it, we thought it was only three episodes. Exactly. And we were like, whew, we're done. And then yeah. it seems like that day or something, or the day after, it was like, oh, <laughs> three more just dropped, and we were like, oh shit balls. Yeah. And then we and then we by that time we had already moved on to Lizzo. Exactly. But we might do the other three of Harry. <laughs> We'll circle Megan. back. But anyone, a- anyway, everyone, yes. Yes. relax. Listen, you're not, we're not here podcast. to tell you stuff you don't already know. <laughs> <laughs> you have tuned into the wrong place. You have tuned into the wrong place. Okay, listen, do you, shall, mm-hmm. shall we just jump in? After yeah, let's do 10 it. 10 minutes of... Mm-hmm. Today, I'm excited about this one. Okay, I am too. Oh, Okay. You were like, okay. Today, we are talking about Stutz. Stutz is a 2022 documentary directed by actor Jonah Hill. The -hmm. documentary features footage of sessions between Jonah and his psychiatrist, Phil Stutz. Stutz Mm -hmm. is available to watch on Netflix. Oh, my gosh. Did you have any expectations about this? I had no clue. My dear pal, who I grew up with, Megan... She is um, a therapist. Megan Markle. Megan Markle. <laughs> My dear friend, Megan Markle. Hey, Megan. Hey. Hey, Megan. Hey. No, Megan, she texted me and she asked if this was my therapist because I had told her about my therapist years ago. I said he was um, an older gentleman. Mm. And Megan thought, she said, oh. is, this, is this your therapist? And uh, But <gasps> I just have to say, I have a... I have a Are you going to say I it have, is? No, No, it's not. Okay, it's not. And I recently went to this woman, this therapist that was in my area that wasn't as far away as the older gentleman therapist. And (laughs) if my older gentleman therapist is listening, hey, Hey, older gentleman therapist. therapist. Hey. Hey. Um, But I've gone to, who cares? Anyway. Anyway. Point is. What I want to say out of the gate is. Do it. I love Jonah Hill. I love Jonah Hill. And by the way, uh-huh. I hate to brag. Okay. Uh, but Braggadocious I- <laughs> alert! <laughs> I've probably told you this before, but I so gave what? J- Jonah one of his earlier acting jobs. Back in the day, long, long time ago, okay. uh, I produced a show called Campus Ladies about... Two women that, middle-aged women that go to college for the first time and they 
And they live in a freshman dorm. Carrie Aisley. Carrie Aisley and Kristen Sesson. Very funny. So, yeah, so they live in a freshman dorm, and we were cast. It was all improvised. We were casting um, the RA, like Mm -hmm. the guy who lives in the dorm and, you know, is supposed to keep an eye on everybody. And we wanted... We wanted him to be like a real ladies' man, like everybody in the dorm has had sex mm-hmm. with him. And sure, I know what a ladies' man is. Well, <laughs> I just didn't know if you still remember things like that. Um, so we had all these these like really great looking guys come in, and they're you know auditioning, and they and it was funny, and they were good. And then Jonah came in, and it and he wasn't you know what what we thought we were looking for yeah but he was so funny and so mm-hmm. great and it was yeah. even better that he is who he is and all the girls in the dorm loved him yeah so um yeah so he we did campus ladies for a few years and he was so freaking funny but i love jonah hill too yeah he's so likable and when you watch this, he's very vulnerable, and yeah. he's. It was his clearly his choice to do this film. Nobody uh, forced him. You're saying? <laughs> I don't think so. Would it be weird <laughs> if his therapist did yeah. force him to do this film? Well, that's a question I had because I felt like, isn't it not considered appropriate to have? a personal relationship with a therapist? Well, it's interesting that you say that because I was wondering that too because so mm-hmm. so Jonah wanted to make this documentary mm-hmm. because he really loves and respects Phil Stutz, his yeah. psychiatrist. Yeah, You know what? I, did? I didn't even realize he was a psychiatrist until these last few moments. Did you know that? I did because they said it in the... Wow, I thought it was just psychiatrist. Psychologist. That's not even a nice thing to say. I thought it it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> but Jonah wanted to make this documentary to show mm-hmm. the tools and wisdom that Stutz has had shared with him through the years and hoping that it would benefit other people as well. Now, did you when these tools were presented, were you feeling like, oh, I can't wait to hear what these tools are? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because it almost, it, it, for a moment, you feel like, oh, we've, we're we going to find the secret to life, right? Exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> the secret I, to happiness is right. coming. And I, I, I fell for that. <laughs> um, and and yeah. maybe you will. Maybe you will. And as I've shared with you before, and the listeners know, but I, you know, as crazy as it is, I have struggled since that situation with being locked, locked in, in that the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. Um, and I'm I was like, oh, well, maybe this can help me. Oh. And so I really was You were paying I, attention to this I one. I was paying attention in real a, hard. In a way like you never do. Exactly. I mean it was it was very insightful. But I don't know for your particular situation. Well, you know, it probably could help with any situation, yeah. but yeah. I, I found myself thinking more about it. I was talking to Stephanie about it today, and I was just really trying to explore these ideas and mm. and think about them in my life. And um, so I'm curious 
you know, maybe there will be people that it it would help, but you probably do need more in-depth than just uh, an hour and a half documentary. But go ahead, Cheryl. They're really great ideas and perspective. Yeah. Where you sit back and you go, oh, mm-hmm. everybody feels like this? I thought it was just me. Yeah. Then it, that somehow that's even comforting and makes you feel like, okay, I'm not as crazy as I think. But you also know that. People know that. You hear that all along in life, that you're not alone. Everyone feels the same. We're all connected. You are all, don't believe and then, it. You don't believe it. Uh-uh. And you see people that are successful. You see people that are in, you know in a job you want or a relationship you Oprah. want they have you have oprah yeah whatever it is it, social media feeds into yeah. that for people yeah. where they're like oh my gosh they have the perfect life and but yeah everyone's feeling relatively similar yeah yeah to what you are and what's interesting too about this this documentary is we find out early on that stutz i guess mm-hmm. we'll just call him stutz Phil? Yeah, of course. Do- Dr. Stutz? What do I mean, he's him? begging to be called Stutz. The movie That's is called Stutz. <laughs> and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, What's-His-Face is calling Jonah? him Jonah. Yeah. Uh, he asked that I call him What's-His-Face. <laughs> he loves to be called What's-His-Face. He face. loves it. And um, But Jonah... <laughs> calls him Stutz? Yeah, he calls him Stutz. He calls him Hey Man. Well, yeah. so Stutz has um, Parkinson's. Yeah. You know, it's a part of the... It's a part of this... Yeah. And this isn't um this isn't watching Jonah Hill do therapy. Mhm. Because at first that's what I thought I was going to sit down and watch, which yeah. I was happy to do, by the way. Yeah. Um but it was oh, me not, too. Yeah. It wasn't that mm-hmm. necessarily. But they did mm-hmm. really talk about, you know, things. Yeah, deep things. Mm-hmm. But it it is interesting too that you're saying that because even Jonah in this film you know, clearly he, he has experienced so much success. Thanks to you. Thanks to you. <laughs> thank you. I was yeah. wonder. I was really fishing for no, that. No, thank you. Th- you're welcome, yeah. world. But I'm sure it's easy to look at someone like Jonah Hill and be like, how could you have problems? Mm-hmm. Like, you're a great actor. People love you. You're successful. You have everything you, were you want. You on Campus Ladies. You were on Campus Ladies for we years. We are talking about your documentary right. on our hit sensation of a podcast. <laughs> it's hard, you know, it's hard to, but then like you're saying, it's everybody, no matter where you are in your life, you have your issues and your hurdles and your, you know, things that, that are holding you back. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I really liked that he said was, um, we have to take a break. Cheryl. Oh, shit. Come on. I was just about I, to, I'm sorry. I was about well, to you're get... looking down, reading I'm... an outline Be- because I want to make sure I get it, the words right. We'll oh be right back God. on Tig and oh Cheryl's God. true story. I can't believe it. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back on Tig okay. and Cheryl True Story to talk about okay. Jonah Hill and, and Stutz. Stutz. I was just about to say something very profound. I doubt that. <laughs> my, it's not my idea. I'm just, I'm just repeating what we saw in the in the film. But, but I do think. Eh, listen, mm-hmm. I do think that this is the secret to happiness. Ooh, I'm all ears. Well, it's not going to be interesting because you, you're going to be like, well, well, yeah. Um, well, the, is it the, alcohol? <laughs> it's it's a dirty martini. Boom, tart done, meanie. happy. <laughs> it's a tart meanie. Um, Stutz believes there are three aspects of reality you cannot avoid: pain, mm-hmm. uncertainty, and constant work. And I do think. The idea of uncertainty, I think people's relationship with uncertainty may correlate to their happiness yeah. because everything is uncertain, but we want it. To, we want things to be rock solid and we want the plan to go the way we want it to go. We want people to be the way that we want them to be. And, and you know, also, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen if you get locked in a bathroom. You don't know what's going to happen the next moment. I know now what happens when I get locked in a bathroom. Well, yeah. So that probably triggers your, what's it called, anxiety even more. I never had anxiety until now. But yes. Do you think that being, when you were locked in there, do you think that the anxiety came from, I don't know what's going to happen next and and then your mind goes to the worst place. Like, I could be in here for three days. Yeah, I could die yeah. in here and nobody's going to know. Like, you go from zero to 60. I didn't think I was going to die, but it feel it felt similar, I guess, to what I imagine a fear of being buried alive. Wow. Might be like, like it, it was that intense. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's very intense. And I have waves of it still that come over me. But also, I am talking to a therapist, and as I've told you, I, I'm, I'm going to do a mushroom trip. <gasps> I can't wait to hear about that. And I can't wait to hear about Stephanie that. and I have signed up to do Transcendental Meditation courses. That's exciting. I'm very excited. 
Do you want me to write a word outside on a beam by my house and see if you can fly over and read it? A message. What does that mean? Well, do you feel like you're going to be able to, like, get out of your body and travel? Oh, I don't know anything about transcendental meditation. Oh. Why did you sign up for Well, I'm going to learn how to do it. I'm, okay, I'm well, hoping I'm to learn how to do it. I'm going to write a message okay. on the outside of my office, okay. in my house, and okay. one day when if you come up and say whatever the message is, I'm not going to say it out loud. So is that what happens? You learn how to do it, and then you fly over your house and look for messages? I think that's pretty much everyone's goal. Okay. <laughs> well, that's my plan is to do the classes for Transcendental Meditation, okay. and then I'm going to do a mushroom trip after a little while of kind of practicing meditation. Mm. And that's my plan right now okay. to try and... Will and you I'm share trying to it slow with us? things down a little bit. Mm. What's that? Will you share it? Like oh, highlights? Of of course. I have trouble not, not sharing, sharing everything. <laughs> so I, there, you think I'm going to trip on mushrooms and, and be like, oh, it. nothing. <laughs> this is somebody who has maybe had 40 drinks of alcohol in my whole life. And I'm going to trip on mushrooms and oh just be God. like... Just hung out. What about yourself? And are you doing it um, recreationally, or are you? No, doing I'm going to do a guided. Oh, okay. So a like, guided trip. Okay. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. I'm actually very excited and a little terrified. I mean, I told you about my my mushroom story in college. Probably, <laughs> but I don't listen. No, it's not good. Oh, it's not a good story. It's well, I'll revisit it anyway. Yeah, revisit it hey, after. Bluebell. After? after? After. After I do my trip. Because if it's not oh, no, a good no. story. L- no, the story is. Okay. It was spring break. Okay. I was working at a restaurant. The people that I, w- I was working with were all like, when we're done, we're going to do these mushrooms. They gave me mushrooms. I was not mentally prepared. I didn't know what I was doing. So I took them to the ladies' room and th- threw them away. Oh, yeah. right. And they I were told all upset you that. with you. Yeah. Yeah, and then they were mad, and they ran in and got them. Uh, you have better stories. <laughs> okay, listen. Circling okay. back to uncertainty. Yeah. Yep. It is your threshold for uncertainty, I think, mm-hmm. uh, that, that can make them happy, can help mm-hmm. the, them find their happiness. If you can... If you have a high threshold for uncertainty, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I'm going to handle it. Life is going to go on. Yeah. Whatever happens is going to happen. Bring it on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like, oh, my God, if this thing happens and that thing happens and then we're totally screwed and then we're going to be on this island for two years. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> to be on an island for two years. <laughs> like that's worst case scenario is – uh, Wasted God, away like, again in Margaritaville. Oh, I like that on your island you think there's like a bartender with a blender. Even if it's Gilligan's Island, I would they be They seem thrilled. to have a lot of stuff, I guess because yeah. of the professor. Well, and you can make calls with coconuts and all sorts <laughs> of things. Or you can listen to radio. You can listen you to can the radio, listen to with, radio. A co- with a coconut. Yeah, It did seem nice on mm, Gilligan's it Island. It seemed very nice. And... 
It was so sad and kind of pathetic every time they would like build a raft and not mm. be able to. You were like, tonight's the night they're going to get. Nope. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. No. They didn't. Okay. Um, stats. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? Stats. Stats. Oh, but like you were saying, it is interesting their relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. because I have a therapist, and I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I don't know anything about... Um, you this... don't even know their name. <laughs> no, I, I know her name. But in, in this documentary, it really made you feel like, oh, I didn't know that was an option, like being best friends with your psychiatrist. Yeah. But you know who I love? I love... Isn't me? <laughs> I love you so much, and I wanted to take this time. No. I love therapists, and I love yoga instructors. So you love going to therapy? Yes. Both of those groups of people seem to care so much for one hour. They're so interested in your whatever you've got going on. And the yoga instructors, you know, they come over, and they'll help you with your downward dog they like grab your hips yeah and they'll be like are you losing are you tight here and it's like "Mm mm-hmm you know and it's (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing i enjoy going to therapy as well but i get a little stressed because i get kind of caught up thinking about how they have to listen to people i i do the same thing. I, and I'm like, Ugh, I feel terrible bothering you with this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I really feel that no, because I just, I I'm like, and look, I enjoy doing stand-up, but there are certainly days and nights that maybe I'm not having a great day or I, I'm tired, I didn't sleep or, you know, right. there's yeah, something going on. Yeah, you have to have a bad day on. sometimes. Right. And I think about that with therapists, really p- anybody in their jobs. Yeah. And... But therapy, therapists like a one-on-one and they're just staring at you and hearing about your bullshit. Hell, <laughs> hell, I know. Hell. I, sometimes I'll be talking and I'll be like, anyway, blah, blah, blah. I've already told you this before. And he's like, yeah. what? <laughs> he's like, are you, why are you saying blah, blah, blah? I'm like, well, it's <laughs> like, it's not interesting and it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Let's Things move on. Things are tough, you know? <laughs> And then it's like, how do you have a good day? I mean, I guess their job is to not attach emotionally to your stuff. Yeah. You know what I think would be really hard is is being a couples therapist. See? I don't think I'd be good at that because I'd be like, you know what? What she said actually does sound right. And then he'd say mm-hmm. something. I'd go, wait a second. I, now, now that he says that. I think right, I like. But I would prefer that because it wouldn't feel as dark, I think. As somebody sitting. Are you kidding? I think that's like a hundred times darker. I don't see because they're like, he won't do this and she won't stop saying like Jerry that. Like Springer. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and then, and then somebody your, Now your sitting, shoulder's shaking. He somebody's sitting it. alone in an office going. With their tissue. Like when yeah, I was six. Yeah, just being like. Could I it be because when I was six. Thought I. was shunned in the lunchroom line. Might. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's. I just think it has the potential to get even darker because I think people aren't fully 
necessarily sharing everything with their spouses. Not mm. everyone. You know? It's probably more boring one-on-one. And awkward. Somebody <laughs> sharing something so dark and crazy, and it's just one face staring back at you, going, just gulp. <laughs> you know? Whereas, like, there's, like, one extra person in the party of a therapy session. Or even if you're in a throuple, then you have yeah. the three in the three, relationship three and way. the therapist. Mm. And then, so there's four. There's a little bit more deflection. Mm. But at that one-on-one face-off of, like, I did this. Or I thought this. Or this happened to me. And it's just one person just going, just like God it's... help you. <laughs> You sorry soul. (laughs) I don't know how they stay awake. And I've said that to my therapist. I'm like, I honestly don't know how you stay awake and listen to people's bullshit. And then is he like, (laughs) and then I look over and he's got like a 7-Eleven big gulp of coffee. Like, we just do. Don't worry about it. Who said what? (laughs) Cracklin, what? Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay, back to stuts. We have okay. to take a break. Oh, come on. We hey, haven't Cheryl. really. <laughs> I know, take... but that's what we do. It's what we do. Ah, shoot. Okay, when we come back, yeah, we're, we'll talk about the string of pearls. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl. True story, a comedy podcast. If this is your first time joining us, a comedy podcast where we talk about documentaries. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back on the Oprah Winfrey show. (laughs) Okay, a few things. Mm -hmm. Another idea that he has is he talks about the string of pearls. Yeah. And each individual action you take is one pearl on the string. Yeah. It's not negative or positive. Right, it's right? an action. Like you it's have to, action. you have to d- do that, and it gets uh-huh. you to the to the next. Oh, I thing. listened. I listened. <laughs> and he also says each pearl has a turd in it. By the way, if my therapist ever said the word turd, <laughs> I would be. It would be hard for me to be. I, it would take me back. It would. I would need a second. It's like when a doctor says something like uh, fart. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, we're going to do this procedure, and then you're probably going to fart a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or they, or they, 
Just use something that is just not medical. No. Turd or fart. That's right, turd. I was like, oh, I would eat. (laughs) I would have to be like, I think, oh, you want to hear something funny? Always. And by the way, if you have something funny to say, just tell the story. (laughs) Don't set it up with want to hear something funny. Well, you might not think this is funny. But and fr- let me decide. Okay. That's why you shouldn't tee it up with okay. want to hear something funny. So my friend Julie and I, this was a this was years ago, right? I know Julie. And, and uh, yes, and some of our friends asked us if we would direct a sketch comedy show that they were doing. Congrats, Cheryl. Thanks. Congrats. And we were thrilled to do it. We were so uh-huh. excited. We had a great time. Yeah. And they wanted to use it like as an industry night to invite important people <gasps> from the How entertainment exciting. industry. And we, everything was going great. And then <laughs> we didn't know what they were going to call the show. Uh-huh. And we didn't know until they put out a little ad for it. And the show was called. Was it called Turd Fart? Turd Polish. Julie and I were like, so you heard the director <laughs> yes. of And we were beside ourselves. We were like, oh, this is like going out to agents <laughs> and to casting directors. And it's like turd polish, direct by Cheryl. <laughs> Wait a second. And by that time, it was too late. And <laughs> that is funny. I say that's, you can set up with, um, (laughs) want to hear a funny story. So, yeah, I directed Turd Polish. If you're, if anyone's keeping (laughs) true. So maybe this triggered me when I, when I heard that every pearl has a turd in it. It took me right to Turd Polish and it brought, it brought back a wave of, that is so funny. It was, listen, Julie and I, we spent so long on the phone, like, what are we going to do? Oh, my God. What are we going to do? And did you ever tell your friends that you were um, upset with turd polish? Yeah. Do no. they know now? No. And was turd polish a success? Did anyone come from that? I mean, Brad Pitt wasn't in turd polish, if that's Really? <laughs> And there's there. Listen, uh, as I recall, and once again, this was a long time ago. There were very uh-huh. talented people in turd polish. Yeah. Okay. Is one of them a superstar right now? Not that I directed my show. So funny. And this was, I think, early on. On I was on curb, you know, and I was like, yeah. ah, shit balls. This is what's going out to the industry. <laughs> And did industry come, or were I think they like... industry came some? I don't know that uh-huh. everyone was attracted to the title of the show. <laughs> and I didn't even end up. I, I I I had to go to the main guy, and I was like, "Can you just tell me why it's called Turd Polish? Am I missing? Am I missing something? Because do you even know what that means? Well, like something that's not great. Yeah, so you, you shine you it up better. and better. Yeah. It's interesting that we're talking about turds. Mm-hmm. Because when we picked up our sons today from school, mm-hmm. Max, as he was stepping into the car, yelled, Dog turd! <laughs> <laughs> and 
And Stephanie I and I looked at each other. And she was like, dog turd. <laughs> and I guess it's like once they're let out into the world and making friends, you can't have the conversation of, where did they hear that? Right. They're out there. of course. They're living somebody... their lives somewhere. Hey, they're almost seven. They're going to run across <laughs> dog turd dog and turd. actual dog turd. Dog turd. Dog turd <laughs> and jumped into the car. There, I guess there was one lying right next to the car. A turd. I mean, do you ever use the word turd in this episode? Like when you talk about horny? Yeah. <laughs> this belongs in the horny category <laughs> of least favorite <laughs> word. I tried to shove the word horny into oh, whoa, uh, my stop writer's right there. <laughs> room today. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Did they like it? Was, it? Well, you know, it creates a little giggle. Thomas laughs because he knows it's my favorite <laughs> word to wedge into um, the Any moment that nobody's trying to use that word. <laughs> uh, we do have horny snorkbulls out there. Hey, horny snorkbulls. <laughs> Hor- we have horny turds out there. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know about the each pearl has a turd in it. Honestly, that one was Oh, like, I forgot yeah, what that's this where we came started. from. Okay. But they said, uh, true confidence is living in uncertainty mm-hmm. and moving forward. Okay. Which is also true because uncertainty people can, you can get, you can just do, what do they do? Like doggy paddle around in sure. a circle in uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got to move forward or you're just going to keep going. You have to. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a, a spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. We're going to spill some beans. Okay. So Aiden and Brandy, mm-hmm. if you guys want to stop down your vacuums for a second and pause, partway through this documentary, mm-hmm. it was kind of trippy, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden, Jonah says, okay, let's be real for a second. Yeah. And then he takes off his wig. He's like, none of this is, this isn't real. Yeah. And <laughs> you're like, what? And then he yeah. takes off his wig and he goes, I'm, my hair doesn't look like this now. We're not sitting in your office. This is, we're in front of a green screen. Uh-huh. I started working, we started working on this film two years ago when I had this hair. Yeah. And then I wanted to try to make it seem like it was all done in a day. And what's great about Jonah, what you, what I loved and what you probably loved too, is just him saying, and I don't even know what this film is about. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know how to end it. I don't know what it's about. Yeah. Are we being authentic by sitting here in a wig and in front of the yeah. green screen? Yeah. It was interesting. I, I connected to that moment. Yeah. I, could, I was like, oh, I feel like I could see myself doing that. If yeah. I was sitting there in a wig with a green screen. Yeah. And trying to make something seem authentic, I might be like, well, hold on a minute. What are we doing? What <laughs> Is are this we crazy? doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, I also say that to my therapist. I like that I really bragging about my therapist. I go in and out. Everyone is so impressed, by the way. <laughs> But I will say, I'll say, does that sound crazy? And he'll uh-huh. look at me and go, I know, you don't use the word crazy, don't. But it's not like, it's not like he has ever said, never use the word. He hardly talks. I do all the talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, I know. It's, yeah, it is crazy, but you would never admit that it's crazy. So I'll move on. Yeah. And he's just sitting there like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do 
I need to be here for this? <laughs> so Stutz tells Jonah uh-huh. that the only way to move forward is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And then Jonah talked about growing up, being being overweight when he when he was growing up, and it ruined his self esteem. Mm-hmm. And even you know when he's in his best physical shape, and his career is successful, he still feels terrible. Yeah. And they talk about the idea of the shadow, the part of mm-hmm. oneself you're most ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And then they brought out a big cardboard cutout of Jonah, a picture of Jonah when he was 14 in high school and overweight. And, you know, they put it there and then Stutz asked Jonah to talk to his shadow. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, a lot of this stuff we did in acting class. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have acting classes that were like this, that were really like... Your question should have uh, ended at, did you ever have acting classes? <laughs> That's where I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to ask me. And I was going to say, you've seen my work, right? Tig in space. Tig fighting zombies. Tig in Mississippi. Uh, yeah, we had acting classes where, you know, they really wanted you to go to deep and they wanted to find out what's your darkest hour, your darkest mm-hmm. moment, what, you know. And did you find that helped? Your acting? It did. Uh-huh. Mostly because what I realized later was really the the exercise was to keep talking through your emotions. So I had this one class where I might have told you this too, I don't know. But but what they wanted you to bring in a um, an object that you had it an emotional attachment to and then tell the story of that object so when people got up there and they they would tell the story about this object usually it brought tears and so what did you bring well oh now we're gonna get deep i brought a poem that my dad had given to me not that he Uh had written but just that yeah but and it was a sweet poem but i mean what was really difficult about it for me was i I put so much importance on this poem that he gave me. Yeah. Because it was really kind of one of the only things he had ever given me. Yeah. But it also kind of made me sad because I know in my heart there's no world he went and bought a poem for me. Yeah. yeah. So it was complicated because it was like, I know so I... So where did it come from? Oh, you know, it was just like printed on a little poster or something i don't know where it came from uh, yeah, but i imagine uh, maybe somebody gave it to it like yeah he, yeah he wasn't the type of person that would go out and go oh i'm gonna get a poem for cheryl he yeah. just wasn't that kind of guy sure can i ask what the poem was about um it was called a uh, climb into until you reach your dreams Aww. So it was very. It was an inspirational poem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I sweet. and I memorized it, and I was like, "Oh, he must know I really yeah. want to be an actor." And yeah, and it's like yeah, I don't know that that's really. But so that well, was. See, my stepfather gave me a poem that that was titled "Climb Until You Go to Business School." <laughs> 
that he picked out especially for you when you wanted to go to business no, school. No, that he wrote, and it was a one-line poem that said, climb <laughs> that until it. you go to business school. <laughs> anyway. That was the whole poem. And um, I did not. But, I mean, this exercise did two things. One was, mm-hmm. if you're an actor and you need to get to an emotional place in a scene mm-hmm. or in a play, you might want to have this object with you. Because when you see this object, it might take you to an emotional place. Oh, I see. So you have that and the idea of being very, very vulnerable in front of people. Mm-hmm. Because um, most people's instincts are, you know, if you feel like you're going to cry, you turn your head the other way. You take a minute to collect yourself. You fan your face you, with that whatever is, mail what I, is on your desk during a podcast. What if that's all I did in my acting class was just fan? <laughs> Ooh, I brought this poem up, but wait a second. With overdue bills. <laughs> but the idea was our teacher wanted you to keep talking through mm-hmm. those tears, through those mm-hmm. emotions, because as actors, that's what you have to do. And yeah. that's what you have to, you know, be ready to do. Because you're not going to mm-hmm. turn your face away from the camera and collect yourself that's not interesting to watch god how do we get off on this studs (laughs) okay oh and then what about when jonah's mom came on Mm -hmm. sharon came on and then jonah and sharon exchanged some ideas and yeah it was it was interesting to see you know he had such openness towards her and there's clearly issues there yeah and then there was acknowledgement that they wouldn't likely have that conversation just one-on-one yeah and i think that's very common yeah is you need that other person or that situation that tees you up yeah then we found out about stutz and his relationship and his family, and like losing his brother, his three-year-old yeah. brother, and Jonah had lost his brother a few years yeah. ago. And that connection that it's so, you know, you can think, oh, somebody loses a sibling so many years ago that maybe that's gone. Right. The, uh, the emotional pain from Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But... It's clear that that wasn't. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. I think, too, what's magical about this is mm-hmm. that they're two guys being mm-hmm. so vulnerable. Like, I don't know if this was a film with two women. It wouldn't be as um, surprising, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because women, I don't know, we we get each other. We can talk about it. Girl, hey, girl, hey. I get you. I got so many emotions I want to share with you. Everyone tells me I look like men. I am a girl (laughs) through and through, and I get you. (laughs) No matter how many times. I'm sitting there having a girl talk with you. (laughs) I'm having girl talk with you, and somebody walks up and is like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. We, I'm about to do a hair toss. A yeah, out. I am chit-chatting Mm-mm. with my girls right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. 
You know what I really enjoyed also yeah. was, you know, Stutz is so stoic. Yeah. And reserved and but then he has this sense of humor. Yeah. And he's he he's he can be sarcastic and um Yeah, and zing the joke back. Yeah. Yeah, because that that's also what was great about it is it was also funny. Yeah. And I think that he could potentially be hard to get or understand or feel like you could joke with. I know. And so that made it all the more special was that Jonah saw that in him and yeah. recognized it. You know, because I'm sure there's so many people that have gone in to see Stutz and had just a very dry, straightforward right. conversation that's... You right. know, didn't involve jokes yeah, about sleeping yeah. with your mother and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Stutz says that to everybody <laughs> that walks in. But I just, I was thinking about how, you know, there's so many people in my life that I've had a great time pulling out parts of their personality or they've brought out parts of my personality. Yeah. And those are those really really special connections where yeah. you're like ha, oh i'm look at yeah. you you got it in you <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah can you imagine if there was a therapist that wasn't that stoic that you know you would tell them something and they'd be like oh that, that would be me <gasps> oh my god no way Wait, oh my god your sister-in-law tell me that again just to tell me the whole thing again because that oh sounds my god. just crazy. please I, i'm not going to tell anybody but what happened it does sound like you've got a lot of issues. Oh, <laughs> you have a lot of stuff to work through. But I will say that my elderly gentleman therapist. Oh, hey, he, elderly gentleman hey, therapist. Hey, elderly gentleman therapist. He will definitely laugh. Like I'll say something and yeah. he'll definitely laugh. He's not as poker face as my therapist now. As your local Let's just call her the, your local. Yeah. But a lot of times she's out of state also. So we, we'll Zoom or talk on the phone. That's harder. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? You're on the road. She's on the... Why is she on the road? Not my business. <laughs> Listen, it's not my business. I can't ask her. It's not <laughs> my business. What if she does stand up comedy and you have no idea? Well, it was <laughs> funny. And she opens for you one night and you're like, oh my God, this is why you're never in the office. <laughs> But it, there was a feeling of like when she, when we were on Zoom and her dogs barked or she was like, hold on, I have to go put my dogs away. I was like, you have dogs? <laughs> like, I just, like, I don't know anything about you. It's like, like seeing what? your teacher at, at the grocery store when you're in yeah. fifth grade. You're like, what? <laughs> you <Is> eat food? <laughs> happening? Or just like a gerbil. Oh my God, my gerbil got out. Hold on one second. <laughs> like, what? You have a gerbil? I'm so confused. Very personal. Okay, Tig Tig. Uh, are you happy? Are you happily ready? <laughs> happily. Are you happily for, married? Are you happily married? <laughs> it is time for happily ever after thoughts. That did not come easily. Happily well, ever after thoughts. Been where we out of it for four I weeks. I know. Where we give our yeah. final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? Oh, I don't think I cried. Yeah, I don't think I cried. But I felt, I felt. I felt. Yeah. Oh, I felt. I felt. 
Okay. I felt deep. Um, who were you attracted to on the count of three? One, two, three. Jonah. Hill. Jonah. I mean, we only have a choice of two. Or Jonah's mom. There's three. <laughs> Yeah, but I definitely was like, God, Jonah's so cute. Oh, he was so cute. Yeah. God he's dang so it, he's cute. cute. I don't know if I'm what he's looking for. Is he, does he have a, a girlfriend or is he married or? I don't know. Like if word gets out to her, is she going to be upset? I don't know if he's married. Thomas. Hey, Jonah's future wife. Hey. hey. He has a girlfriend. He has a he girlfriend. Has a girlfriend. Okay. Who is she? Oh, Olivia Millar. Guess what, Olivia Millar? Tig is coming after you. <laughs> no, Jonah. Oh, yeah. I'm not Jonah going after her. Coming after Jonah. Oh, is there anything that we'd like to say to talk back? What's our segment called? <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk back. Talk true back. Story, talk back. Two, true story, talk back. True back segment. Talk back. You know what I want to say? I want to say hey. Jonah Hill. Yes. I know I'm going to make no difference in your life, but by God, are you an interesting, smart, adorable, likable, funny guy, and I like you. I will echo that. Jonah. Hey, Jonah. Hey. I, re- I really appreciated this film, and I really mm-hmm. appreciate... First of all, that you did it. Second of all, that you were as open as you were. And I do think it will make a difference in people's lives. I mean, and what greater gift can you give to people than that? And hi, Stutz. Hi, Stutz. Thanks, Stutz, for doing this, too. I hope Stutz got everything sorted with his love. Lady friend. Mm-hmm. Seems like Jonah helped him work through his lady love. Yeah. That sounds dirty dirtier than a turd (laughs) if i never hear the word turd for the rest of my life i will be so happy you're gonna hear it every episode (laughs) from here on out i have to say i i'm interested to examine things a little more the you know stutz's ideas yeah his drawings and yeah and everything yeah um that's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker on Netflix. Tig, before we go, would you like to hear a little true fan mail? Yes, please. Okay. This is from Becky. Hey, Becky, hey. Hey, Becky, hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl, hey. During your H&M episode, <laughs> I forgot how we called it, the H&M episode. H&M. <laughs> <laughs> you discussed how a grown man dressed in a baby costume is a turnoff. <laughs> I once had a boyfriend who dressed as a baby for a 1960s theme party. He asserted that's how he dressed in the 1960s because he was born in 1969. <gasps> oh, no. No, girl. Uh-uh. No, girl. So amid no a girl. sea of hippies and mods... There was my boyfriend wearing nothing but an adult diaper. Girl, no. Because he only needed one diaper to wear to the party and didn't want to waste the rest of them, he then had an open package of adult diapers in the corner of his messy bedroom. This was not sexy. Thank you for all that you do, Becky. (laughs) Oh. Okay, listen. If I had a boyfriend 
we were going to a 60s party and he walked out in a or anywhere <laughs> cheryl <laughs> not that the, the theme don't. is wrong <laughs> Is it weird because it seems like it, I'm generalizing here. It seems like mm-hmm. women aren't as drawn to dressing up like a baby as men are. I can't think of one woman I've ever seen dressed as a baby ho- wearing a diaper holding a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? I don't know. But if you're listening and you have thoughts about it, hit us up on social media. Okay. Okay. Here's one more. Gregory. This is from Gregory. Hey, Gregory. Hey, Gregory. Hey. Hey, Tegan Cheryl. I'm an engineer on a boat. Mm. And I travel around a lot and spend a lot of... Braggadocious (laughs) alert. I spend a lot... I like that. That's how he brags. (laughs) I spend a lot of time alone down in the engine room working. I'm a big time fan of your show and it often makes me feel like I am with two other friends while I'm working and catch myself laughing completely alone. (laughs) Well, because I work on a boat. (laughs) Holidays are often missed, as was this Thanksgiving. I was down in Mexico and feeling quite alone and isolated. On Thanksgiving night, as I flipped through the channels, a commercial came up for holiday movies. And just like that, there was Cheryl. She was on a clip from Bad Mom's Christmas, sporting a big smile, saying something that was dubbed over with a very... Loud and big, C. (laughs) (laughs) Instantly cheered me up, feeling like a friend came to say hello. Oh, my God. The best part was that she clearly was saying something much longer and different than C. (laughs) And the voice was drastically different and really baby lap. Anyways, thanks for everything you do. You're putting big smiles on my face out at C. Oh, that was from Gregory. That is the sweetest. Oh, that makes me happy. Hang in there, Greg. Yeah, thank you, Greg. <sighs> okay, do you have something you'd like to um, plug, talk about? Yeah, do I it. would like to plug the new movie I'm in, Your okay. Place or Mine on Netflix with uh, Reese Witherspoon and... Ragadocious alert! <laughs> And Ashton Kutcher. Braggadocious uh, alert. And then I also have another movie coming out on Netflix. They're both in February. It's called We Have a Ghost. And then I also have tour dates coming up that you can um, check out on my website. I have some shows starting, I believe, in April. And uh, There's no way to know. There is no way to know. There's no possible way to know. And we have our live show. I know. Our Get live your tickets show. to our live streaming show. Yeah. Don't miss it. It'll mm-hmm. be ridiculous. It'll be terrible. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything? Not really. I'm going to say no. It's just, you know, you, there's stuff floating around out there. You can Google it. <laughs> And I Google it all the time. What is Cheryl up to? Also, my other podcast, Don't Ask Tig. Mm. Check it out. Subscribe to this podcast. Mm-hmm. If you are listening or your first time and you like what you hear, or even if you don't like what you hear, click subscribe. <laughs> right? Yes. All right, turd polish. Horny turd polish. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. 
Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobasich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>